Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been almost a week, week and a half to another episode of the Yonko Table. We're on episode six. Sticks. That's not a number. Episode six of the Yonko Table. I'm your host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And as always with me here today is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster Hoop, you know what my next question is. I'm going to be asking you. How was your day today? How have you been? Thank you for always asking, Dr. Jace. I've had an excellent day today. I have no complaints. It's been great. Uh, per usual, I've been starting off these Fridays relatively uh, ecstatic, given what uh, I've been, you know, deep diving into uh, to prepare for these podcasts. So oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Great day. Great day. Can't complain. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. But today we have a brand new supernova with us for this episode of the Yonko Table. I'm going to introduce Mr. Supernova, Ray. How are you doing, Ray? Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, it's uh, it's an honor to be among fellow Yonko. Well, not fellow supernovas. Yonkos, I guess. <laughs> You'll get there. But no, it's, um, I mean, it's been my, I mean, it's really nice to be here. I've been listening to podcasts for a couple of days. I mean, me and Armando, we go way back, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, I'm, ex- I'm excited to talk about <laughs> the Winter Soldier series and everything Marvel related. And I can't wait to, for you guys to start talking about One Piece, man. I'm excited about that. Ooh. Ooh, we we will get to One Piece eventually. That I'm that that's up. on our list. <laughs> I'm almost caught up. I'm almost caught up. I have a couple more chapters to go. So there's a oh, lot going man. on right now. There, yeah, there's a lot. Hot. It's getting hot. So much going on right now. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get straight into it. This week, I think it's clear to everyone what we're gonna be here talking about right now. Falcon and the Winter Soldier finally premiered this day march 19th today's 19th yeah yeah all right so falcon and winter soldier premiere what did you all think were you big fans of it you have expectations low i'll turn it over to grandmaster first to open the doorway to this all right um and again this is my opinion and i've you know i've been ranking these marvel films uh you know since you know Iron Man and whatnot. Uh, right. And I've and I'll I'll die on this hill. Winter Soldier, I believe, is the best film in the MCU. Ooh. What? Ooh. Oh, we have a dissenter <laughs> in, at the Yoko table. My bad, my bad. I was like, what? No, 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 no. It, it's good. It's good. Go go on. Uh uh GM. Explain. Explain. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I, I just okay. I I have my reasons. We can do a whole little segment uh, later for another like news coup or special edition type thing. Right. But right. Uh, I just think that film was very well paced, very well acted, 
and the action for me stepped up significantly from the previous films uh maybe because the film was very grounded in my opinion and uh that film uh was basically masquerading as a superhero film it was really just an action spy thriller and i think it worked on many levels so with this series and when it was announced uh this i i saw it as a continuation of the winter soldier film and the captain america franchise which i find those films probably be the best as far as you know the the separate entities go so i right. was really i was really excited uh upon announcement here we are on uh episode one the premiere and i can say um uh, my hype is still here it was uh, met it i was, was not met with this episode i was not disappointed because i see i can see the end goal and i think we're gonna get there so uh we could deep dive more but that, those are my thoughts okay okay what about you uh okay. ray I, I mean, I think just just based I, I, on I this mean, first episode. I, I okay. I had low expectations for this. I'm gonna be honest, like because I I, I don't give a fuck about what happens happens to Falcon <laughs> as a character. Like you know, you just don't care. I, um, but it was really good. It was really good, and then. I don't want to like I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the ending with the Winter Soldier and the old Asian guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh man, we're we're definitely gonna talk about that. We will talk about that. Oh my! Oh, I saw that. I said no. How do you live with yourself? That's horrible. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. <laughs> that was rough. It was. It really was. It was. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm. I'm like. I don't know if Winter Soldier is the best film. But I think I think it's like goes without saying like nobody thinks the Thor films are good in the MCU. <laughs> I'm sure there's one person out there, oh. so a big Thor fan to go back to the OG Thor format. Like, who the fuck says you know what's my favorite movie? The Dark World. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanos and Endgame? Nah. Let's let's go back to Natalie Portman in Thor One. <laughs> Um, yes. Yo, is is it? I, yo, there's a rumor floating around. I don't know if it's true or not. Apparently, Sam Wilson, the guy, um, Anthony McKee. Uh, apparently, I don't know if that's his real name or not. But there's a rumor going around that he requested several love scenes with Black Widow. That's a rumor. Yes. I, I think he's a jokester. I I, I read that headline. <laughs> right. Like, there's no way that can't be true. That that headline came out uh, yesterday, right? It, it was something yeah. like recent. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, that sounds like Anthony Mackie. I don't know if you've seen the interviews with him. He's a funny guy. So. I've never would, seen interviews with him. That's I mean, really random. That, I know it has nothing to do with the show, but I saw it yesterday, and I was like. like I mean, yeah, the, the guy the guy is a jokester. I, I've seen some of his previous interviews. And, uh, I mean, hey, he, he's asking for more love scenes with Black Widow. Hey, man, go, more power to you. <laughs> if, if you're in the position, go go ahead. Go ahead. Ask for it. You're only asking, right? <laughs> yeah, but sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, I guess... What did uh, you think? Yeah, bouncing it to me... Um, I, I I thought it was good, you know, as a first episode coming in, 
uh, I feel like there's less mystery involved compared yeah. to, uh, you know, WandaVision. Because uh, WandaVision, it was not only just you trying to uh, figure out what the end goal is uh, in the season, but this one, it was more like there was no mystery, right? You just go straight in, you know what's going on, and it's more of a character-driven story. And I'm kind of with Ray on this as well. I did not give a flying rat's ass about Falcon <laughs> before this. Now, mind you, when I saw him on screen, I'm like, yeah, man, go ahead. Do your thing. Do your thing. But then once he was gone, I'm like, okay, all right, we're done here. <laughs> like, I don't watch anything related to him to keep up with the timeline. But do I care about what happens to him? No. But you see, with this episode, I'm kind of starting to care a yeah. little bit. I like seeing, uh, because that's one thing that WandaVision did really well. It was in, like establishing characters that uh, we've seen before and I guess giving them more character, more insight. Why do they act the way that they do? And it's certain scenes that just don't fit as well in a movie because you got all this craziness going on at once and th there's only so much time you have. But with the show, I mean, you could go as long as you want. So I feel like as a first episode, I, I personally enjoyed it. Um, it, it established the characters. There was a lot of feel moments. I mean, we already touched on some of it and, and we're gonna go into more detail later on, but with uh, Bucky <laughs> and the, uh, the the Asian neighbor, I forgot his name. Uh, oh man, what was his name again? Uh, I, I'll look it up. I, I don't remember, right. but, yeah, we'll, <laughs> but we'll I mean, there. we'll get there. But, yeah, but yeah, like, you know, stuff like that, little things like that. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see where this is gonna go. I'm not losing my mind like the way I was with WandaVision because right. WandaVision had that mystery element to it. So you were, like there was just theories going back and forth and clues of trying to piece together what is going on. Uh, this one, it was more laid back a little bit. You know, you kind of have an idea. There's a little bit of a mystery because you want to know, okay, who's this new character that we'll get into later. Uh, but you know, it, it's very grounded as, uh, as, grandmaster was saying earlier it's very grounded tries to be a little bit more realistic and, and i appreciated that from it uh but i guess that summarizes our general thoughts uh let's get into the nitty-gritty the the meat and potatoes sure. of episode let's one let's eat let's eat i'm hungry i'm oh man <laughs> we, we always have rose to to remind us of our catchphrase here but we, we at the yonko table we're hungry right now and we're gonna eat Let's get fed. Let's All get right. fed. All right, y'all ready? All right, let's go. I'm passing it to you, GM. All right, so, you know, I think the episode kicks off uh, great uh, with the whole, the, the big theme that I noticed was, you know, uh, symbols and, you know, legacy. And here we are, uh, we get Sam and we, did, we get this soft moment, him looking at the shield because where we left off at Endgame, uh, you know, Steve became old and, you know, he passed down the shield and, uh, you know, that's a big honor, I, I would feel. But, you know, Sam's Lord. initial response was, it feels like someone else's. And I, Captain America has been like the symbol for like their America for yeah you know like over multiple generations multiple generations 70 plus years mm -hmm. that's a big duty to you know heavy is the shield man 
So I feel for Sam, like, I don't know. Would you, are you ready to take up the Captain America mantle? Just because <laughs> Captain America said you could? <laughs> I mean, if he believed in me, he, he's got to see something in me that I'm not seeing. But I mean, yeah, it, it is, it is like you said, Sam is taking a huge symbol and basically, I mean, he, he knows the the conflict that's going to come with taking that symbol. And we kind of saw little bits and pieces of that in this episode. I feel like we're definitely going to see more of that later on in the season. But uh, yeah, I, I liked how in literally the first five to ten minutes of the episode, they, they're, they're getting straight into it. They're establishing that last scene that we saw uh, Sam in, which was him taking the shield from Steve. And, and they even brought in that line from Endgame to tie it all together. Instead of just quoting him or uh, having a character relay those events, they had the dialogue play uh, in, in Sam's memory as he's looking at the shield. And I don't know. To me, that hit home a little bit. I like Yeah, that. that's dope. That was dope. It, 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 was, it was really nice that they... Um, it, we get to see things from his perspective a lot. It's a lot of... This is something that I... Like they're doing something that I wish WandaVision did, uh, which is hard to say about an amazing show like WandaVision because it was really good. But I was oh, my biggest frustration with WandaVision is I had no idea what was going on, which is I guess what they wanted you to do, mm-hmm. what they want in the beginning. That was a mystery. Fal- yeah, like that's that was the point of the show. But I was really frustrated watching that as a viewer with you know Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like pretty clear cut what the conflict is, and I really I, appreciate that about the show. Yeah, I think you know. Um, Tonally and thematically, I think they don't want to retread the same grounds that they did with WandaVision. So right, right. Wanda's Wanda's arc was kind of shrouded. Here we know Sam's arc. By the end of this, he's either going to take up this mantle or he's not. Or you know, I mean, probably not because they're in. Aren't they allegedly in like contract works with Chris Evans again? Oh. I, th- I think we're gonna mention that later. Oh uh, yeah, we will. We will, because there is. They didn't even let the man have his own series yet. They just said, no, 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 no. Let's come back, come back. No, there are avenues that he can come back, but I have my thoughts. We'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, you know, we get Sam's intro, and I, I'm, I really like. WandaVision was great. Not so great with the action. Granted, it wasn't action wasn't its focus. I think yeah, this yeah. first action scene uh, with Sam and the dog fight. Uh, I liked it. It was great. Was yeah. Was oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like, one don't... thing I noticed was that he was he was killing people. <laughs> yes. Yo, I thought that was just me. They were, he was dead ass just shooting people. Yeah. He like because at first it it establishes that tone early on where uh you know he he's flying, you know, dodging bullets and doing all his uh you know gymnastic moves and all that stuff. And then there's a scene where um he like uh, it's it's when the first helicopter explodes. Sam jumps out. He's he's going after the, you know, the dudes in the wingsuit and then he grabs one of them that tried shooting him and and he, and he like, you know, disarms him. And he pulls the dude's parachute out so the dude can, you know, just basically stop following him. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he's he's going to be, you know, pulling his punches and knocking them out and making sure they land safely. No, there are some people in this episode he throws into the side <laughs> of mountains. Yeah. He, 
he 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 uh straight up um like throws like these little sticky grenades into helicopters and <laughs> blows them up while they're in it. The the films gloss over the fact that these Avengers don't have a like no kill policy. They really don't. Uh, mm-hmm. And especially with these grunts, I feel bad for these grunts because you know they're like, oh, the Avengers, uh, they'll just tie us up and leave us for the police. Nah, Sam's over here, guns blazing. <laughs> like you said, throwing people into the mountain and whatnot. Uh, he's ready to go. He's ready to get shit done. Um, but speaking of, you know, that whole scene, I don't know if y'all noticed. Do y'all notice who that the their leader was? Yes, yeah, that pirate from the yeah. um, Swinder Soldier. Yes, Batrock, oh. Batrock the Leaper. Uh, and again, this makes me think this is like this feels like a direct sequel to Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah. yeah. Batrock, uh, in the comics, he was known as Batrock the Leaper. His whole gimmick was, uh, you know, he could jump, like, super high and come down and kick you really painfully. But, uh... (laughs) What a terrible... Thanos better watch out, man. I'm telling you. Not not anything to brag about, but, you know, uh, they grounded him. They made him more of, like, this kickboxer dude. So he still got the kicking going on. But nice callback, I thought. I I like... And again, WandaVision did it too, bringing in these characters who maybe had like one scene or two in the films. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to see Batroc again. Uh, I mean, he's alive. Uh, right. Think. He's yeah. one of the few survivors from <laughs> Sam's assault in the right. air. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice callback right there. I, I appreciate when they do that. Um, bring back these guys, give them some screen time. And... I mean, he might be developed into an actual character, which would be cool to see. Um, you know, just like a reoccurring villain for them. Um, Do we think he's gonna develop into uh, like, you know, that one villain? And I, I think it was Civil. War, I think it transitioned a transition from Winter Soldier to Civil War, where it was uh, Crossbones. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do we think he's going to transition into, like, his full potential that he was in the comics? Like, he'll actually don the, you know, oh, the thing that like you mentioned? The, the, his little comic suit? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or something similar to it. I don't know. I feel I feel these series, and uh, Ray, you can attest to this if you've seen anything, but as far as costume-wise go and not being too comic booky, uh, the yeah. realistic characters are more grounded in realism. Yeah, and I think the, I think Marvel does a better job of this than DC, where like DC, you know, I, I don't know why for some reason, like I don't know if you guys seen the Aquaman, where like they had to like put on that stupid ass outfit at the end that that was like accurate to the comic books, like oh, what, I think the orange and green one. Yeah, like what the nobody dresses like that. Like I think Marvel does a good job like making it as realistic as possible. Right. Um, and I mean, we say this about people who collect stones and then throw out half the world, but. You know, I don't know if realistic is the right world, but right word. But I, I think Marvel does a better job of this on DC. Like I, I, I personally hate that comic booky costume shit. I don't know why they do this other than like to give a nod to fans. But yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree to an extent. Cause like I, I, I like that they. I guess modernize the costumes, right? Oh, yeah. they, they they don't go the full comic book route by, you know, making it look absurd, but they also realize this is a comic book. So 
we we got to do the costume in some way and, and right. i guess the, the extreme end of that is kind of like what the netflix series uh did <laughs> with uh you know the marvel shows because w with those shows i feel like the showrunners they were just embarrassed of the comic book uh roots because there were hardly any costumes for these guys uh or, or if there daredevil were, was literally going around in the thermal beating up people he was he was using the ski mask as the masked that's man it. for like the most. Ski mask and thermal. Ski mask <laughs> yeah. And thermal. That's it. I was like, bro, what the fuck? I just um, you know, just when the you know Stanley and team created these characters and their costumes, you know, it was supposed to take you out of our real world, but when you transition to film and television, you know, it's what if these characters were actually in our world? Right. So it makes more sense to. Keep it more realistic, keep it more grounded, modernize it. So I'm totally okay because Falcon's costume, if you look I, at his comic-based costume, it would not transition well. I, I've seen it. It's 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 it's, it's like a comic book. That's the best way I can describe it. Exactly, exactly. Um, but moving forward, you know, we're I, I would say this closes off chapter one of episode one, but you know, we see Sam. Uh, what he thought he was given the shield right. to the Smithsonian and you know he's supported by uh, War Machine Don Cheadle who actually right. spoiled that he was in the show uh, he's he's bad too with these spoilers <laughs> uh, but you know he, he brings up the good question you know and he outright he flat out says it you know because I feel him and Sam are in a similar position kind of yeah. you know War Machine is Iron Man's you know I don't want to say sidekick, but you know, no, no, that's accurate. Yes, his, his his number two in a way. I his mean, yeah. Two. Okay, I like that. His number two. So you know, Tony's dead. Uh, I guess for the most part, everybody thinks uh, Steve is MIA. So they're in a similar position where I think Rhodey's more inclined to step up and whatever he needs. He knows he's not a tech genius, but he's not going to stop being War Machine. But, you know, he asked Sam flat out, man, why don't you take the mantle? And I think that'll be the big question looming over Sam this entire series. And we'll we'll see the result. It's only you know, a six-episode series. Real quick, not to get off too much off topic. If the war machine's armor breaks down, who fixes it now? That is a great huh. question. <laughs> that like, is who true. The, like your, your IT guy is not gonna be able to handle that. Like, what, the fuck? <laughs> what happens now? That's that, that's Stark Tech. I mean, I would think there's someone, some some I some you know 300 plus IQ individual working with Stark Industries or working with the government that can at least attempt at fixing it. But that that is a good question. Th that, that is a, a good question. That's a great question. I, I I didn't think about it. I hope he's got suits on reserved or something. <laughs> for real. <laughs> just just do it like another civil war fall. Like, how are you getting back from that? Ah, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to answer. I mean, no, it's it, it's a good question. It's a nope. really good question. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Hey, maybe they might address it later on in the season. I mean, I. I would like to think War Machine might have some action segments That'll in be this. Cool. Yeah. Be yeah, otherwise, why introduce him at all? Yeah. Well, he is getting his own show, and I don't want to get it too Oh, hard. he is. He is. Oh, yeah, he is. 
Um, I think it's Armored Wars. I believe. Arm. Okay. No. No. Never mind. Never mind. I, okay. I didn't know about that. For some reason, I was thinking of. Wow. There's a show called War Machine. I didn't. No. <laughs> I, didn't, no. I didn't know about. But no. Okay. Yeah. Armored. Armored Wars. Well, actually, right. that show will probably address those questions. Uh, with the title like Armored Wars. But I think it will. I like his inclusion. Bring in more big players from the MCU. You know, let them. Like, why is nobody else standing with Sam in this decision, you know? Maybe, I don't know, Ant-Man, doesn't he have an opinion? I don't know. But it's nice to see, again, the connectivity within the world, you know? Do uh, we think that we're going to see Steve at any point? I think he could appear in a finale, possibly. I hate that this is only six episodes. They're longer, though, than WandaVision episodes. They yeah. are longer. I didn't realize it was an hour today. I thought it was another 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a quick watch. And <laughs> no, it was it was an hour long. So I'm like, yeah. okay, it's, 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 it's about the same length as Wanda in a way, if each episode's an hour in length. Yeah, and they have like five to eight minutes of whatchamacallit credits and whatnot. Right, right. And, you know, it's funny that we're talking about you know, uh, Sam and Steve and everyone about, uh, you know, what their role was in the episode. There's a big omission that we keep forgetting. What about Bucky, man? Well, I think he rightfully takes the second part or chapter two. You know, he's the he's the other half of the show. And after this, we're introduced back to him, which is nice. I was really I was really shocked by Marvel's decision to not make him Captain America, because because in I thought in the comics he's isn't he the one that picks up the mantle? So I believe yeah right. No, you're, you're right. They so in the comics they both take up the mantle various times. Uh, Bucky was first to take up the mantle within the comics. Uh, I believe Steve had died or had age to old man status and right. yes bucky was the first one to take up the mantle uh i think i read an interview with the russo brothers and they said and i think this works well within the film series uh they basically said you know bucky's been fighting his whole life and bucky actually says it in this episode too which i really liked when he was talking to the shrink um you know he's been fighting a non-stop fight since like 1943 it's yeah. all been one war into the next war. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's nice. I, so I guess Steve's mentality, Steve recognized that, which was cool for Steve to recognize. Yeah, that's really dope. Right. That's a dope point. And I guess, you know, he's like, oh, Sam hasn't seen enough battle. <laughs> Let me get <laughs> <do it. laughs> No, I mean, it, it's important that they did that because you, you would be asking that question. You'd be like, well, I mean, isn't Sam your best friend? uh why <laughs> you know why why wouldn't you recommend him to, to 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 take up the mantle next but it i'm glad that he at least mentioned it you know yes it definitely should not go unmentioned for right. sure so yeah nice nice little um actually uh, we can talk about that shrink sessions i mean it makes cool. sense bucky uh you know he's he was given a pardon i guess for all the winter soldier activity he's ever done uh so that's nice uh and now he's got to see a shrink and he's got i find this interesting you know he has his list of him making amends 
And I find that similar to if you all remember in Winter Soldier, the film, uh, Steve had a list of things he's supposed to catch up on. You know, that's dope. That's a nice parallel. It's a very nice parallel because Steve's just been on ice. He literally just needs to, you know, fill in the gaps. Uh, but, you know, here we have Bucky who's done, you know, a lifetime worth of dirty deeds and he's got to make amends for it. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. I mean, it, it, it is funny during the, the shrink session how... Um, well, at first, he starts going over the, the three rules, right? Yes. And I thought it was just really funny how he was recollecting. Okay, no, Doc, I've been fi- I, I have been following what you told me. And I thought it was going to be some messed up crap where he was going to be going around killing old targets or silencing old names or something. Because it's still Bucky at the end of the day. This dude knows how to be cold when he needs to. So, uh... But then he starts saying, okay, yeah, rule number one. What was rule number one? Don't hurt anyone? Or no, th- th- that was rule number two. Uh, rule uh, number one. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, it was important. Well, no, rule number two was important. But then he asked, well, why wasn't it number one? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was funny. That was pretty funny. Was it like he wasn't supposed to kill was number two? Oh, my God. It's escaping me. Now it's going to bother me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to find it. I'm going to try to find it. But, but uh, um. I mean, yeah, but but basically he had three rules to follow. And for the most part, he followed them. The second rule was to not hurt anyone. But that one, he kind of <laughs> he kind of glossed over that one because he slugged. Uh, what was it like one of the <laughs> one of the dudes uh, that he was following with? Um, actually, what uh, you guys might know more about this than I do. Was that character, the the female? Uh, I'm guessing she was like some sort of politician. Was she, she was referenced senator. before? She was a senator. No, she wasn't referenced, but but another senator was referenced in the Winter Soldier. I don't know okay. if you remember him. Oh yes, he, uh, he is a chubby dude, and he was senator. whispered in the bald guy's oh, ear. Oh yeah, Senator Stern. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. That. Okay, so so we didn't get Senator Stern in this one. He, he's still alive, right? Well, uh, unfortunately, the actor Gary Shandling has passed. Oh so, wow. Yeah, we won't be seeing him, which is you know unfortunate. Right. Uh, but yeah, I feel, you know, had he been alive for sure, uh, we would have had a similar scene of Bucky maybe interacting with a bunch of these, you know, former Hydra agents and just, you know, uh, I guess apologizing first and then <laughs> arrested. Uh, I mean, at least at because le- I thought at first uh, he, he was just going to apologize. And I'm like, dude, what's the point of this? What are you doing? <laughs> why are you making a scene like this but no he, he was he was getting them arrested he was making amends for the people he put in power years ago and it's both a way to help the people that he affected but also a means to help himself because you know his therapist told him hey man you, you got to make amends with your demons and you got to move on but th- there is one person he cannot seem to make amends with, and uh, I felt like this guy really tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. It's uh, it's his uh, I, I swear I-, I I don't know his name, I forgot his name, but uh, the the neighbor, his, his Asian neighbor. Yes, give me a oh gosh, give me a second. Uh, I'm, about to get it. <laughs> I'm looking as you guys are speaking, and I cannot find it. Yori, like the, Yori. The, 
they they say his name like his first name is yori yori i was i swear i was gonna call him yoshi early on i'm like no let me not do that (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you didn't but yori yori okay but yeah you know uh yori as we all know um he had what was it a grandson or a son it was a son his son his son his son uh he, he didn't know what happened to his son he knows that he died he disappeared and how long ago was this we know it was when bucky was winter soldier but you know was this 10 years ago um five years ago i think it's safe to say it was probably like either oh well before the winter soldier the film so before 2014 but probably not as far back as like uh 2010 because uh this man is still in a lot of you know pain and grief and so i would like to say it wasn't that far back and i think uh the guns that he was taking down those uh i guess he they they must have been good guys because you know bucky's the winter soldier so uh right i mean he whispered that line in their ear (laughs) i thought it was for like five to ten years ago maybe because five years ago i don't know maybe i would actually i take that back maybe 10 to 15 yeah that sounds that sounds accurate because yeah because like they they introduced winter soldier like around the eight-year mark you know Right. I don't know. And like five years ago, apparently the blip happened. So. Yes, the blip happened five years ago. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So at 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 minimum, we're looking at five years and beyond. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. But um. It was definitely sad. This old man. Uh, it was. Because it was a genuine friendship too. And, yeah. Oh, it just sucks that he's doing this out of guilt. You know. Right. Did. And. That was oh, hard. Man. I wonder how he's gonna react to that news. You oh yeah, that? they're a hundred percent. They're gonna, at some point. We don't know when, but at some point, he's gonna tell him. You think he's gonna <laughs> tell him? I think he's going to, man. Like, there's no way because remember when he had the list of the people he had to make amends with? Yori yeah. was at the top. Yes, yeah. he was. He, he was. was at the top, so he kind of skipped around, and, and Yori was circled. So it's someone that he wants to make amends with really really bad or i guess like you know yeah he he wants to he really wants to but he's kind of jumping around on his list saying oh no not him right now let me do an easier one let me skip to b or c yeah i guess he thought it was probably going to be easy but goodness was it not it was not i feel like for his character to come full circle whether or not it it means his friendship being ruined or the, or the guy hating him i feel like he is at some point gonna have to tell yori like hey man uh <laughs> you know all those times you were uh you know uh tell reminding me how your son really loved uh red bean moshi <laughs> oh <laughs> oh man it's gonna hurt it is gonna hurt it is gonna hurt um uh, but you know that begs the question you know how much of bucky's arc in the show is gonna be him making amends because you know this show is the falcon and the winter soldier maybe something on bucky's list is going to converge with what sam's got going on and waiting for the basically i guess they're two worlds to collide again well Uh, he is ignoring texts from he is he is and that was interesting too you know like um why is sam reaching out i mean sam is he just trying to be a friend 
Maybe he wanted to talk to Bucky about, you know, this whole mantle business. And he didn't really have anyone to talk to. Who do you talk to about that other than Captain America's best friend? Best buddy. buddy. You know? <laughs> and here he was. He wasn't there for him, which, well, you know, he's dealing with his own stuff. Um, he's got his yeah, own, you know, his own battle. He's got financial issues. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh man! What Sam with the finance? They both seem to have some uh, personal issues going on, uh, which uh, I thought was really cool. Uh, you know, they move into you get to meet Sam's family. Uh, that was sister, a nice touch. I like that. His yeah. nephews, uh, giving backstory. I, and- I like that they're trying to humanize him, like you know, because my like me and both are me and. Uh, you know what Armando we're talking about like you know um, our biggest beef is like we don't care we just don't yes. care like yeah. and I feel like the story this show is gonna be doing a better job of saying hey he's human too care yes they, mm-hmm. I like that right they're making you because again we didn't see any of this in any films you know yeah no mention of and I I think it's really funny when the the lone guy ask you know how do avengers make money you know <laughs> we're all thinking it yeah no we are like because i was thinking like yo you're an avenger they got you set they have to right you yeah. save you save the universe or the galaxy you know ain't nobody care they don't no. care for real, man. oh yeah that bank loan that that you applied for now no we uh we can't help you there but oh yeah we we, we know you uh reverse the blip and you know you kind of save the whole goddamn universe but uh no uh we we can't help you with that uh what we can do no. you haven't had income for five years <laughs> <laughs> well what are you ex- oh man i thought that was hilarious i okay one thing i liked about wandavision was that again there were so many things to like about wandavision but one of the things i like that these shows are doing is not forgetting where like what happened before in terms of like their like the blip right the blip affected their world for five years that was always my worst fear coming out of uh you know end game was okay they might address like oh it happened you know uh every now and then but they're really not going to show what effect that had on society these shows are doing that in my opinion they're, they're, they're doing a really good job of it. Yeah, like they're, I, I don't know. To me, I I just like how you see different elements of how the blip affected their world. And this was just something minor. This was a dude trying to apply for a loan so that he could help save his family business. And and, and the blip played a role in him getting in, uh, uh, his loan denied. I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm like, wow, what of, of, of an Avenger? An Avenger, one of the people on the front lines, got denied alone. I'm done. I'm it done. It was very interesting. And I'll say to this, um, a lot of people for, well, for Sam, you know, a lot of people love Black Panther and the Black excellence in uh, that film. Mm-hmm. However, Black Panther was representative of, you know, a fictional African nation. With Sam, we're getting a forefront. This is really our first Marvel, Marvel as in like the head honchos, not Luke Cage Marvel, because mm-hmm. those are two different teams. But this is them really trying to address what it means to be an African American in this universe. Uh, yeah. Somebody put it like this: Do you think Steve Rogers will get his loan denied? 
Oh my god. I mean, god. he's not. He, he, like, that's. I don't think so. Like, who, like nobody's had income for the last five years. Why are you denying my loan? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I'm, here you are asking this man for a selfie, you know? Oh, that, that was so disrespectful, man. I couldn't believe that. Like, the guy had the balls to even ask for one. Well, that's not that out of common. I remember, I don't know which football match it was. Literally, the referee gave him a red flag. And he's like, oh, can you take a selfie with me? My kids love you. I'm like, what oh the? F- I would have punched you in the face. Correct. <laughs> Correct. No doubt. So I, I think it'll be nice to see how Sam, you know, his role as an Avenger fits in with being, you know, an African-American. And then I think that honestly yeah. will play a big part in this whole taking up the mantle bit, too. You know, I mean, that's uh, basically what was addressed at the end of the episode because you know what happened there with the whole uh you know sam basically who the thinking, fuck is that guy oh. <laughs> and, but you see they, they again they're bringing in the african-american experience we like us the audience when we saw sam at that uh i'm guessing it was the avengers tower or something or some you know facility uh he thought this thing was going in a museum Yep, he, yes. Yeah, he was not going to take this mantle because he realized, dude, this is way too big. I know Steve gave this to me. He entrusted it to me, but I cannot replace you. I'm sorry. And he gave it to the, I'm guessing what, like the, the government, it right? It was the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian, okay, yeah. The, the Smithsonian. America exhibit, yeah. Right. So he thought it was just going to be on display and, and you even have some of these guys coming up saying, oh, thank you so much, Sam. You you did the right thing, man. You you don't deserve that, man. I mean, I mean you, you know, no, you you did the right thing. <laughs> no, you, you had it right. They're telling him he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> but no, I, that's probably what went through their head. They're like, a black man, Captain America? Please. Absolutely. <laughs> Not in my America. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I mean, okay, he, he, here's the thing. Do we... Do we want this to be the focus of, uh, you know, the like, I guess, um, Sam's arc with taking the mantle? Do we just want it to be a a race issue or do we also want it to be elements of like, you know, um, Sam realizing, you know, the weight? Because he, he, he even established that early on, you know, the the weight of taking on the Captain America mantle is heavy. It, it, it's not really about being uh, uh, a white man or an African-American. It's it, it was Steve Rogers' mantle. That was his shield. So do we want to see more elements of that? Or do we see this more going into the realms of like, uh, you know, Steve now wanting to, or I'm sorry, Sam wanting to, wanting to take the mantle because he can prove that an African-American can be Captain America? I uh, think that's the I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, no, Ray. I was no, I was literally going to say, Ray, I want to hear your opinion on this. I think that's the point of the story. I don't. I mm-hmm. think the writers decided. Like, I think the writers, when they wrote this, they're like, "Hey, Sam doesn't get to choose his art as an African American. Like, this is he has. These are struggles he has to deal with day in and day out. Loans, financial insecurity, just mm-hmm. the even the how the Smithsonian treated him. I mean." I think these are things the writers are like, yes, he has his own arc. And even though race, even, and I think Marvel does a good job of writing too. 
to make it so that race isn't the focal point, but it's there. It, it's it exists. Hard. It's there. It's it's, 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 it's an element. Unnoticed. Yeah. It cannot go unnoticed. Yeah, like you're not gonna like like, and I agree with what um I agree I agree with what you guys said earlier about like Wakanda and like you know with with Chadwick Bosman's Black Panther, you know, yes, great, but that's not the African American experience. Right. Killmonger more representative of the African American experience. Yeah, I think Sam's experience are really when writers and you know viewers alike are like, oh, this is what it means to be black in America, even for a superhero. This guy was ready to risk his life. He was fighting fucking Thanos, and even he gets. Bro, he was he was at the edge of existence with getting erased with everyone, and it's like you can't get any higher than that. And this man got told, well, I mean, you haven't had an income for five years, sir. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that's uh, that's crazy. That's yeah, and that's with government contracts. That's with government contracts. Yeah. And it's like, when is, what is when is enough enough? It's like, what does he got to do? So, you know, he's yeah, he passes the shield and that's because he's not ready, but there are higher powers at play saying, basically, yeah, saying, no, we didn't want you to represent. We are going to pick our own representative. So I agree. The writers, you know, they're not going to outwardly make it about race, uh, but it cannot go unnoticed. And right. it will play a significant factor. And I think this show will do a nice job at having these, you know, uh, realistic portrayals of what it means and how it fits into this world so i think we'll be seeing more of maybe it's like you know sam trying to step up and maybe they go with bucky uh i mean on the point I, like again i'm not trying to shit on dc but man <laughs> they do so much better this because in young justice they had the transgender muslim girl Oh, and like, uh, they yeah. mentioned it every five seconds. Like, bro, we get it, man. We fucking get it. Can you make this organic? <laughs> and like, Marvel even, wait, was that the girl from season three? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, okay. Hey, oh, okay. Right, right, right. I never finished season three, but I do remember uh, an, an Arabic girl. Yes. Like, and, and, uh -huh. like, you know, it's it was not organic at all. all at all. They had exposition about it. I was like, bro, come on. We get it, man. Dark like, side's right across the street, man. He's about to end <laughs> all of existence. We might want to... Like, can, can we do this later? <laughs> but no, no Marvel's but I get really it. good. Like, Marvel does... I think Marvel did a really good job where it's organic. Well, like Grandmaster just said, it's very organic. It's... But it's not going to go unnoticed. Like, the African-American experience is there everybody gets a chance to see it and everybody understand everybody will understand and that's what i think marvel did a great job of highlighting that i agree i and agree I, I, I think the episode ended uh, oh my we didn't even talk about uh the flag smashers um they're not even the main focal point they're not like you see how crazy that is we had so much more to talk about than what is likely going to be the main i guess enemy faction of of the season yeah like i don't know but 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 you're right the what was it the the flag 
Smashers. Flag Smashers. Yeah. Right. They're they're the group that what they they they, they want to take down all the borders in the world and unify. And what the, they've, they've been running around for what the last five years or so, right? Something right. Like that. Which is basically you know the the blip, the blip scenario. Blip. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean their thought process is life was better before the blip, which I mean, I get it. <laughs> I, I mean after the blip, like I mean I I get it. Like, oh, know? actually. Um, now that you mentioned that, uh, Ray, that's, uh, that's, you know, that's like following Thanos, you know? Yeah. Was Ooh, they got Thanos logic. Yeah. I mean, but like, was Thanos wrong, though? <sighs> See, Ooh. and that's, that's Ooh. what they're running around trying to say is like, more, we have more natural resources, less pollution, uh, animals are getting their habitat back, uh, you know, there was, there was peace, relatively, um, so I get it. I, I guess I get it now. There were well, some positives with half the population really? dying. Sure. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. But yeah, no, they, they they are addressing some of those issues, and I think, I think uh, as we explore more with that faction, we might have some grounded arguments for Thanos's philosophy. I don't know, because you know they're they're obviously gonna try and. Uh, you know show what their perspective is like and why they think life before the blip uh what or no not 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 before the blip after the blip after the blip yeah after the blip why life after the blip was uh stupendous apparently um but i think that's going to be really interesting it's a it's a cool enemy faction and then it's not even just the enemy faction we saw we saw someone in that faction basically curb stomping everyone (laughs) in their way but uh, he manhand he or she manhandled that person. Oh yeah, I felt bad. I thought his skull was gonna be crushed. Yeah, uh, he stepped on it. He, he straight it. up stepped on it. <laughs> he ate it. <laughs> Nothing like a crush, uh, something. I was like, okay, man. Uh, I wasn't happy. You. I was like, yo, take me to the hospital, man. I ain't trying to stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they got powers. It looks like uh, some. So, some so sort of- do we think this is like? someone like uh someone from the comics or is this just like you know one of the flag smashers just souped up and we probably have other ones running around um that's a good question i my limited base knowledge there was a couple of characters in the comics to take on flag smasher was a person versus a group oh uh that's dope yes if, if, if i'm not mistaken so um, but you know the big bad of the series, right? Uh, are you aware? Based Zemo? On yeah, Zemo. Zemo's oh. back. So I, I, I think it begs the question, uh, I don't know, because Zemo went and in Civil War found those Winter Soldiers and he was finding all these Hydra agents. Could he have found, you know, their little serum to make Winter Soldiers? Because the Winter Soldier serum is not, you know, the super soldier. But uh, right, it does right. give strength. Like Bucky is technically, you know, you know, uh, stronger than the average human and whatnot. Could he be running around giving these people this serum to create chaos and whatnot? Uh, that's what my that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm starting to think right now, actually. Uh, I don't know, Dr. Jason, uh, you have any theories on that? I know this show isn't going to be theory heavy, but right. Um, I mean, well, that was what one of the 
the writers for the show came out and said they basically said you know that we want everyone to temper their expectations it's not going to be something crazy like wandavision where uh you come in every episode and new fan theories come out left and right uh it's it's more grounded and i think because of that uh i i think because of that it's kind of a little bit harder to theorize what direction we can go in but at the same time just because you can't theorize what can happen next i mean it doesn't mean you're not enjoying it again this this series is more about the characters how are they dealing with issues that are you know real life issues and we we already talked about it with sam and uh with bucky trying to (laughs) make amends with his past and he's having a hell of a hard time doing it um so i i think for me the the more interesting part is just trying to figure out how is Bucky going to get tied into these shenanigans with Sam? Uh, is he going to help him apply for that loan? Is there going to be a scene where Bucky, this this uh, this uh, hardened veteran of uh, close to a hundred years, over a hundred years actually, because we did get confirmation he's a hundred and six in this uh, in this episode. It's crazy. Are, are we gonna get a scene where Bucky goes into the bank and he and he gets the loan easy peasy for for uh Sam? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. We might, we might. Who knows? But uh, I I'm really interested in seeing how their paths are gonna cross and uh, how they tackle the flag the flag uh, smashers. I'm interested. I'm interested too. Uh... Ray, are you looking forward to anything else uh, coming up in the series? I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I want. I want to know like what, because I, I'm trying to stay away from fan theories myself. Because I mean, mm-hmm. during one division, I thought Mephisto was gonna pop up, mm-hmm. and, then, <laughs> and then you know it was gonna be a big showdown, and then Doctor Strange, but like none of that happened. I, there I was so much. Yeah, like I. The only part that I got right was Agatha Harkness. Like that's the only part. Like my girlfriend and I, like we were like, "Oh, that's her. That's her, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Holy shit, we were right about one thing, but that was it." So I'm trying to stay away from fan theories in this. I do want to see like, first off, who the fuck is this new Captain America that they're portraying? Like he he doesn't even he looks sleazy. Does he have superpowers or 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 do you think he he has a he's just a figurehead? To my knowledge, he does not. I mean, as far as this series go, uh, in the comics, he's known as U.S. Agent. Uh, one, that's, 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 agent. That's, that's the dumbest name I've ever heard. I don't. I want to say he does not have powers. Could be wrong. Um, well, actually, right here it says in the comics he has powers. I don't know how they're going to tackle that uh, in the series. But uh, also, that would be I interesting. I also want to know, like, like um like Grandmaster brought up like I want, how do they get their powers? Cause these people are obviously super powered. Like he, he it took him like he just threw him to the ground. Like no, I, I he needs some sort of powers to do that. Yeah, it was that that kick to that um is he kicked the dude too, and he uh he broke the light pole. Yeah. Just, oh, human back cannot break a light pole. Not. <laughs> Not in my anatomy <laughs> class. No, they did not say that. So what limited knowledge I remember. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, that that I'm look, looking forward to, and I also do want to know, like, you know, how 
I, I want to know like what happens after like my my biggest thing with they this this is what I was super happy about like what WandaVision led up to because you know the new Doctor Strange movie is gonna have um, Scarlet Witch in it so like mm-hmm. it was nice to see all that astro magic studying at the end to like a good segue for Doctor Strange I want to see how this is gonna segue into the whatever movie this is supposed to segue to I agree I agree I'm That's looking the- forward to it a great first episode um you have anything else to add grandmaster you know no i think that's it i think we uh covered all grounds um yeah my biggest thing yeah i just want to see i i want to see give us more bucky and sam and you know their characters I Yo, like what, happened the date? what happened to the who what the girl like my man just walked out in the middle of a date oh, oh yeah. yeah the the bucky his date yeah. They never, they didn't give her a name, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that I that date know. went really deep, really fast, because she was asking questions like, uh, "Oh, what do you, you know, they th- they have a name for uh, parents that, uh, well, no, what was it? Uh, husband uh, that loses it, their wife is a widow. Kids yeah. that lose their parents are orphans. What about parents that lose their kid? I'm like, yo, this is. I'm like, bro, bro, what the fuck? I'm just trying to know what your name is. <laughs> I don't even think Bucky knew. <laughs> I mean, we as viewers do not know her name, but honestly, I mean, Bucky, Bucky had enough of that. Once she dropped that that philosophy lesson, he was out. He's like, yo, like, I'm what the fuck? I'm trying to figure out what your favorite food is, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Why, I'm, why over here trying to, I'm, I'm over here trying to play game. Battleship with you, and you drop some feels like that. Like, damn. I love... The only thing I want to point out is I love the shrink. How, like, she just calls out on his shit. Like, bullshit. Yes, she does. I yes, love that I love interaction that. between him and, the, him and the shrink. Um, But, yeah, I, I would say that wraps up our thoughts on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, Good first impressions, and uh, excited to see where we're going to go from there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, next up, we got a few Grand Line tales to go over with really quick. Uh, one of them, <laughs> it's funny enough, we, we have a special plan for this, but we really couldn't help but, uh, you know, talk about it a little bit before we do the special. Uh, and and it, it relates to the Zack Snyder cut that <laughs> of, of Justice League that, that came out this past week. And, uh, so, you know, uh, Ray has, uh, or he, he, Ray, you've seen it or you're in the process of watching it? I'm like three hours in. You're three hours in. Okay. So, so, so you're almost at the end. Uh, Grandmaster and I still have to watch it. So we're, we're basically going to do a special covering the, uh, Zack Snyder cut and we'll keep you guys updated on that. But basically for, basically for the Grand Line tale, uh, it was an interesting bit of news from Zack Snyder, and he basically said that he had plans for Jon Stewart's Green Lantern to appear in Justice League, in, 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 in the Zack Snyder cut. And um, apparently, according to him, Warner Brothers, they really fought against him and said they don't want him to do Green Lantern in this movie. When you see the movie, you will understand why. I can't wait to see. I mean, with without spoiling anything, do you, uh, Ray? Do you agree that he should not have put Green Lantern in there? Because I mean, we know he's not in there. I right? don't even right. think he should have released the Snyder cut. Oh. Holy it, shit! Oh god! 
what a dog shit of a movie. I don't even think this. Who asked for this? Bro. You guys are going to get so mad watching this movie. Well, okay. Aside aside from your thoughts on the movie, what about Green? Like, just Green Lantern, you agree? That, yeah, don't do it. Green Lantern should be his own movie. Green Lantern uh, should be its own. It, it just would not make sense. Okay. Like, it, it had no relevance to the storyline. Maybe, like, some exposition, some backdrop, but it's really for the purposes of the movie, this movie itself, absolutely mm-hmm. no relevance. Okay, okay. What about you, Grandmaster? What do you, <laughs> what do you take from uh, Warner Brothers really telling Zack Snyder, nah, man, you good. You, you don't need him. <laughs> I, okay, I have two thoughts. One... Studios need to let directors and writers work and stop trying to, uh, you know, interject and give what they think should happen. That's how you get uh, shit like Spider-Man 3, okay? That's what that <laughs> But Spider-Man 3 was a masterpiece. I don't know. What sorry. nonsense are you speaking? I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. That's how you get shit like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. How's that? Better? Okay. okay. All okay. right. Fine. Is that fine. the Andrew Garfield one? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> I will say this. However, however, I think Warner Brothers was right this time around because, again, uh, we've spoken about this before. DC was just trying to play catch up, you know? Uh, right. None right. of those heroes got their own individual movie other than Wonder Woman and Superman. Not even uh, Ben Affleck got his you know, own Batman movie before being thrown into this mess. Right. Uh, Marvel, has, Marvel has the winning formula, you know? Just follow it. It's right there. <laughs> it works. Yeah, it's so frustrating. It's like, why, do you, why are you guys rushing this? Exactly. What's the point? Exactly. So I'm fine with no Jon Stewart. Uh, just because one, he's more des- well, Green Lantern in itself is more deserving of a good solo film. Exactly. Uh, right. Versus, you know, I say good solo film because of you know uh, the trash that was 2011. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but I I am not. What? Wait a minute! 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 Yes. Yes. You think the Green Lantern movie was terrible? I need you to stop. Right yeah, are you fucking with this? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Ryan Reynolds had a CGI mask plastered on his face. He that was a passion project of his. Any any movie an actor makes and he shits on another one of his movies in that movie <laughs> speaks volumes. Okay. Yeah, it's really not a good sign. If... Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. So don't try this little troll thing you do. <laughs> Uh, what are you talking <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get what into it. What a horrible it. fucking movie, man. Ray, are you really this trollness that is Dr. Jace? Has he done this with you before? I, I have. I'm used to it. Okay. I don't know what either of you are talking about. But, uh. Yes, dude, just as good as Suicide Squad. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad is its own demon. But, anyways. <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. Now, now that we're here, I can finally say on the record, like you were right about Suicide Squad. 
how bad it was. I just didn't want to admit that I was wrong. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? We we should at some point in the future just do a uh like a, an episode on just ranking all the DC movies. Oh, just, that, that'd be fun. That that'll Dude, be fun. They're all gonna be at like the bottom. It, it'll be grueling. It's not going to be a top 10 best. It's going to be like, who's the worst of the worst? Who was the worst of the worst? Which one was better than the other one, but, you know, still not that good? The bar, the bar will be, I mean, sorry, the margin will be set very low. I it, it would be. There, there, there are some good movies sprinkled in there, but, you know, overall. I just don't understand. Why are the cartoon movies so much better than the live action ones? I mean. Like you said they don't rush. They're not they rushing. don't rush, yeah. They, they they just take their time. They <laughs> less studio meddling and everything, but I mean, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, with Green Lantern, do we think Warner Brothers is just you know wanting to save him for his own movie in the future? That's why they were really reluctant with uh, Zach having him included in the movie. I'm thinking they probably have more plans for him because they don't want to repeat the travesty that was Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. So they're probably really I careful. Think, I think Warner Brothers saw the Snyder Cut and they said, fuck no. I do not want anything else painted by this. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, know of, I know of one plan that Warner Brothers has for Green Lantern. I don't know if y'all heard. Um... And again, I'll believe it more when I actually see it. They want to do a Green Lantern show exclusively on HBO Max. And Oh, I did not know that. Like live action? I didn't know that. Yeah. Live action, live action and to my knowledge, it would feature uh multiple Green Lanterns like starring oh, so the core. Each episode. Yeah, the core. Yeah, actually I'm so sorry. The show is called Green Lantern Core. Yes. Okay. Um so some episodes would focus on Jon Stewart some would focus on i don't think they said hal jordan i don't think they want to do hal but they said guy gardner uh even when uh sinestro was a Ooh, uh, a that'd be dope. member and i i like that because greenland you know there's multiple people who've held the green lantern title i think they all deserve their recognition in their own right so if Except they for 2011 ron reynolds Exactly. I think <laughs> I think they're good with like not tackling Hal Jordan for a while. I think That's they good. still want to get that taste out the mouths of people. <laughs> uh, actually, the, the wound, ten years the is still open. The ten years coming up for that film. Um, the anniversary. Okay. Watch them release the 4K Ultra Edition. No, oh, we can celebrate. <laughs> we can have a drinking game. We can buy as many as we can and have like a bonfire, like burner. Ooh. <laughs> oh my God. I wouldn't, well, be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't suppose. But yeah, um, studios, please don't meddle. That's where I stand. But I think they made a good choice here. I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. You guys, you just, you guys don't, you guys, you, you just have to watch how bad. Just, I'm just really, I'm really looking bad. forward to this. Like, the more you, the more ill you talk of it, the more I just want to see it. Like, I, again, I'm going in with pretty low expectations i mean we good. talked about it before on the good. podcast good uh so you know if it's if we like it, it it'll you know go above our expectations and we'll have great things to say about it but if our expectations are low going in it's like oh okay if it was bad then you know our expectations were already low so 
Can't get any lower. But, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got one more Grand Line Tail, I would say. I think it's a big one. I kind of like this. And it's it's a little bit old school. Maybe not everyone in our audience is familiar with it. But uh, Gendy Tartakovsky's, if I butchered that name, don't kill me. No, you uh, did. You did it. I did. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's that's it. Nice. Well, his Clone Wars cartoon from the early 2000s is coming to Disney Plus. And I am really excited about that. Um, those of you that don't know, Gendy, he was the mastermind behind a lot of those old shows like uh, Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory. I mean, he was he was a heavy hitter on Cartoon Network back in the day and still even to this day uh, he, because he still tackles on projects that he previously had a role in. Um, so to see Disney giving some love to a cartoon series that Gendy had a role in that for a large majority of the years that Disney has owned the Star Wars rights, they've said that that series is not canon anymore. I'm glad that they're at least acknowledging its existence and letting people still enjoy the show, put it on Disney+. Plus. I'm excited about that. I'm definitely going to rewatch that series. Uh, what about you, GM? Oh, I love that series. Um, yeah, Jindy is just really good with uh, showing, not telling. Uh, yes. Very much, very much all about, you know, the storyboard and uh, the action set pieces and saying less. Uh, that that Clone Wars show, uh, you know, when the new Clone Wars show came out, the 2008 series, uh, I was not satisfied with that first season. I was like, I want the Jindy uh, version. I, I that show again. They were they were like 15 minute segments. They were short. They were really short. They were small chapters. Like every I remember coming home from school. Like what I think it was like every Monday night or Friday night. It, yeah, it was, was like it was random in the week for sure. Yeah, and it would. Yeah, and they would they would literally say. Uh, I, I remember the narrator for Cartoon Network. They would say uh, a brand new five minute chapter of the Clone Wars. I'm like, damn man, five minutes still. Five <laughs> These minutes. episodes. Yeah, I remember some episodes were five minutes. Maybe some were a little longer. The season but... two, the season two, I think they upped it to 15 minute segments. Oh, okay. So I, I'm thinking of season one. Yeah, season one. <laughs> It was it was five minute segments and I was like, damn man. I mean, they're really good. They but... were they were and that's always been, you know, and I, I, I cite Samurai Jack to be the main inspiration behind how he uh, approaches these scenes in this series. Um, you know, just really you don't need much dialogue to go on here. Just let's can we just watch Mace Windu beat up a bunch of super droids? Uh with his <laughs> I don't know if you remember that episode, but that's the one. No, that... I remember. It was it was a really dope episode. It was like what him versus like a hundred droids or something. Yeah. And he was just he was massacring them. With his fist. <laughs> Roger, Roger. With his fist. With his fist. Yeah. They were showing that these Jedi are capable with just their hand to hand combat. They don't need a lightsaber to whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I, I will definitely rewatch. Uh, yeah. No problem there. What yeah. about you, Ray? Are you familiar at all with the the uh, old OG Clone War series, or is that the OG, that that was written by John Favreau? No, uh, Favreau. no, 
Then no. I, I don't. I don't know. Was there one written by John Favreau? I, I, I want to say no. I I want to say John Favreau didn't come into the fold into the two thousand Mandalorian. Well, as far as his first foray was voicing um, uh, Pre Vizsla in the Clone Wars, the two thousand eight series. Um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking about. No, I am not anything beyond that. I'm not familiar. But I'm also I now also never got into Star Wars. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. A dissenter from Star Wars. Yeah, no, not not <laughs> my jam. Okay. But I respect everyone's opinions and everyone's likes and dislikes. He says with giant air quotes. It's it's very hard for me to introduce Star Wars. It is very hard. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, why is it? I can't get into Star Wars. I've tried. But there's think, such yeah, a it, huge fan base behind it. I know kids in Bangladesh that like know Star Wars. I mean, yeah, it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, well, there's, and, there's, and, and that's there's, understandable. There's good stuff out there that is not like the main stuff. Like I think uh, the Clone Wars, the 2008 series, that whole thing is better than episodes seven, eight, and nine. Like, when the bar was already low. Right. No, the bar <laughs> was high. The bar was extremely high. <laughs> uh, and yet you have this series uh, that only lasted, what, like seven seasons? And the last two seasons aren't even full seasons. Are better than these multi-million dollar making three films. Like, less is more. Give me a series. It, I, Ray, we can get, I have a list of episodes I can send to you. And I think you will find them. Uh, quality entertainment over the actual films of these of this franchise and i stand and my girlfriend's uncle has been trying to get me to watch the mandalorian because i love anything pedro pascal does oh oh man girl pascal listen man if, if there's if there's a show for you to start off with and just get into the series i highly recommend the mandalorian because even though it does make references to uh you know some previous stuff in the movies and the the lore and everything i feel like the entry the the entry level is still pretty low you could still enjoy it on its own as its own series like yeah. you don't need all this knowledge coming into it and, and, and i mean like you said it's it's pedro pascal like <laughs> i love the guy the guy's freaking awesome i love practically everything that he's involved in uh, except Wonder Woman 1984. For, oh, <laughs> screw that movie. Uh, <laughs> but everything else, everything else, I love Pedro Pascal. So, uh, yeah, man, some point, give it a shot. You got Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. yeah. Try it sometime. But um, uh, what is it? I think we got just one more. We got one more uh, segment for grand line tales and it's something minor it's a bit of a repeat of what we mentioned previously but we have a you know a confirmation the the sonic the hedgehog 2 movie finally entered production this week holy shit have you guys seen the first one yeah i haven't seen the first one yet oh, oh dude yes. we've seen it so good it very is so good. it is very good you you go in with expectations really low because most video game movies are ass except for prince of persia with which uh grandmaster really enjoys oh god uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah man first movie was really good and uh about like maybe a month or two ago they said the release date for um 
the second movie is going to be 2022 and now this past week they started production on the sequel so we're getting there we're getting there i'm excited um and uh yeah a- any thoughts on that gm i think i already mentioned this last time uh, i'm hyped oh gosh ray you haven't seen it right no i haven't seen it yet don't spoil it please oh gosh okay uh-huh. <laughs> okay okay fine fine fine, fine. yeah I, I was actually close to saying something about the sequel i'm like wait a minute Ray's i actually not don't care if this is I, not I, this I, is not you a... can ask i don't care if you spoil it. you can ask armando i used to just look up how things would end ahead of time <laughs> I, I used to do that too in high school <laughs> oh places. my god you two would love each other i hated it <laughs> no like what was it what was um Armando, you used to refer me to a manga all the time, and like I would just look ahead, like what happened. I would literally recommend like some long-running series or something that was enjoyable to read and uncover the mystery as you're reading it, and then <laughs> you would get to like chapter 15. You would like it, and you were like, "Dude, what what happens here?" And I'm like, "Dude, just keep reading. You'll you'll, you'll figure it out." And you're like, "Nah, I'm just gonna skip to the end." Yeah, no. Sometimes, sometimes you can't wait. Sometimes you can't wait. You just gotta. Yo, imagine, imagine doing that for Promised Neverland. Oh, well, hold up. Oh. I watched the anime. I don't read it. Oh uh, shit. So oh, shit, let's shit. let's stop. <laughs> let's stop, man. Uh, Doctor Jace, we have not deep dived into anime lately. Um, hey, uh, I mean, uh, Ray over here, he he is into a lot of anime as much as us. So we might do a deep dive. Is Hunter still on hiatus? Yes, (laughs) it's always on hiatus. It will forever be on hiatus. Oh goodness! It is always on hiatus. Uh, Like occasionally, the author will come back for like maybe ten chapters or so to get a manga volume out, and then he's done for like the next two years. Oh, that's that's sad to me. It's very Uh, sad. uh, But on the topic of Sonic, um, I'm I. I want to see Tails. I want to see Knuckles. That's not a spoiler. There you go. Oh shit! They're gonna be on Tails and Tails and Knuckles is gonna be in it. Possibly rumors. Uh, Let's just say the first film uh, did a good job at establishing Sonic and Robotnik. Now they need to kind of give us more of the Sonic universe. It's a good base. Good base. Yeah. So give us, you know, more Sonic and friends. Give us some worlds. Give us some lore. And I think they'll have a good sequel on their hands. So and Jim Carrey's great. He's great. Oh, Jim Carrey's uh, perfection in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. I'll take your word for it. I'm going to watch it as soon as possible. Good, 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 good. And uh, yeah, I would say that wraps up this week's episode of the Yonko Table. We covered a lot with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Expectations are really high for the rest of the series. Got some Grand Line Tales with uh, (laughs) the glorious Zack Snyder cut (laughs) with um, uh, Jon Stewart. And we had some other things towards the end like Sonic and Gendy's Clone Wars coming to Disney+. But um. Yeah, any any other closing thoughts, Ray and or GM? Um, thanks for having me here, guys. Can't wait to shit on the Snyder Cut. <laughs> As you know, we, we will be having our Supernova Ray appearing in our Snyder episode. So definitely stay tuned for that because that's going to be an interesting one. I have no idea how that's going to turn out. 
I'm gonna do what you did for Suicide Squad. Like, just take a list and just make a list of what, what everything that went wrong. <laughs> oh my! I think I still have that list in my computer. Oh my god! Oh man, I need to look that up again. But uh, yeah, that's uh, it for this episode of the Yonko Table. I'm Dr. Jace Attorney. Oh, and I always forget this segment at the end. Follow our social media. Yes. <laughs> social media. Yonko. I always forget. Uh, Grandmaster, can, can you can you list out our social media? We have so yes. much I lose track of. Yes, yes, I got you. So yes, you can follow us on Facebook, like and subscribe. We are the Yonko Table. Also, uh, keep up with us on Twitter at Yonko Table. You'll see us there, and of course. Uh, we can find our podcast on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. So please like, subscribe, review to give us your feedback. We love it all. So please we love, it love all to hear the time. from y'all. Uh, any, any feedback is good feedback. Appreciate you. Likewise, likewise. But yeah, <laughs> now we can close off. Dr. Jace Attorney, Grandmaster Hoop, and Ray signing off. Take care, guys.